Hello, and welcome back to Age Like Wine Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew. Peter is back. And I'm here again. Yeah, well, welcome back, Peter. Glad to have you back on the yeah, show. Thank you, thank you for my little vacation I took last week. Yeah, we, we missed out on some of your hot takes. While, while we have you here, anything you want to say about Men in Black? Because I know you watched it as well. Do you have any short thoughts on that? Uh, there's a quote from Men in Black that I liked a lot, and it's, a person is smart, but people are stupid, so, great quote. Do you think the movie was good? Do you recommend movie it? solid 9 out of 10. Oh. Would recommend okay. it, yes. So, those are my thoughts on Men in Black. Excellent. But that's not what we're doing this week. What we're doing is Godzilla. Now you may be wondering which, oh, now you may be wondering which Godzilla are we doing? There's so many. And you'd be right, there are so many. We're doing the 1998 Godzilla, the first Hollywood adaptation. Um, we're doing that to kind of stick with the theme of the 90s, as well as um, I think it's just got a lot of interesting history behind it. Because the movie is the first, like, like I said, sort of the first Western take on the character, as well as it's their, um, it's it's got a character for Godzilla that is mostly disliked by the Godzilla like fan community, and um, can I um yeah go ahead so yeah I, spoilers the Godzilla in this movie looks terrible, and original actors of like the original Godzilla 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 movies they said. Its face looks like an iguana, and its body and limbs look like a frog. So just imagine that, but like worse. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what Godzilla looks like in this movie. Yeah, it's it's a mess. I have to say that they do admit that it's supposed to be iguana-ish in like the opening scene a little bit, but it's it's definitely a it's it's the strangest Godzilla has ever looked i would say which is odd it's odd how different they went with this movie for sure but i do want to talk about something as as y'all know we are aged like wine and we talk about how things have aged um whether or not they still stand up in today's like world we talked about matrix talked about jurassic park all that now this movie is kind of different because while we may be panning it at the time, it made a lot of money, guys. Oh, it did. It made a lot of money here and like overseas, which is really interesting. This was a block, like a blockbuster. It it did really well, and that that makes it interesting in my eyes. Um, so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Talk about this movie. Talk about whether or not maybe they missed the mark. A little bit. Um, I should say for context that I'm a big Godzilla fan and by extension a big monster movie fan. So I take more personal offense to some of the things in this movie maybe. But I will not let that impact my my like opinion on it too much. Because there are there are things I think they do well kind of and we'll talk about that. So let's let's get right into it. What are our what are some initial thoughts on the movie? 
I, I'm, I'm curious. Anybody got anything? You want to go first, William? Uh, sure. Honestly, I, uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty fun movie to watch. And compared to the one that I watched with you, Matt, and Peter uh, a couple years back, I actually enjoyed this one a little bit more. Or actually, I think a lot more. I don't know why. Like, I don't... Maybe it was, like, the whole 90s feel to it, but I had a fun time watching the movie. Like, only towards maybe, like, like around the end was when I kind of maybe got bored. But for me, I, for some reason, enjoyed the movie, even though you told me it was going to be, like, hilariously bad. And, yeah. I, 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 I respect that. No, that's, that's, that's an interesting take. And honestly, as somebody who has like panned this movie a lot, and I even like, like William said, I told them that like, that I'm saying like too much and I'm bringing that back. I told these guys that typically people think this movie is pretty bad and to expect that going in. However, what I didn't expect was I really enjoyed watching it too. I had the same issue as you, William, where I got pretty bored because it's a really long movie. Can we talk about that for a second? It's it's two hours and 20 minutes, which is crazy long for like how much happens in the film. Not much happens, and it's two and a half hours long. What, what did y'all think of the time of the movie? I know, Peter, you had some gripes with it. Yeah, the movie is way too long. I, and to give my initial thoughts, like, I enjoyed it too. I thought I'm gonna be honest. I thought the movie was pretty bad, but honestly, it was watchable. But holy moly, was it so long! Like holy moly, I appreciate the movie showing Godzilla pretty early on in the movie, unlike other Godzilla movies where he kind of just shows up probably midway or even at the end of the movie because they're like doing this like you know big build up to Godzilla and then you see him. But in this movie, they don't waste any time, you know. Uh, I guess they kind of do because he doesn't show up for the first, like, 30 minutes. But, I mean, the movie's long. I really think they could have cut back an hour and 30 minutes and the movie still would have been the same, in my opinion. I, I, I'm totally with you here. My, my thing with how they show Godzilla, though, is it feels like... Because I think that's a super important part for monster movies in general. Like... You go to the movie theater and you want to see the monster. It's cool that they do all this build-up and stuff, but eventually we just want to see the monster. My problem with this movie is that the only way we ever see the monster from, like, street view. Street view or, like, from a faraway camera seems to be the only way they'll show us this Godzilla. And I think... This is kind of putting up my conspiracy cap on. I think it's because the CGI just works from other angles. Because, so this is, obviously we're going to get into spoilers, letting you know now. Um, there's that scene where they're in the subway and the guy is checking it out, seeing if there's anything going on back there. And they end up at a dead end, a wall they think. And it's a Godzilla. It's Godzilla. It's like his face is there or whatever. And they don't notice it somehow. By the way, how do they not notice that? Um, but yeah, that looks awful for, as far as CGI. That's that's my only gripe 
with showing Godzilla is like it feels like we're seeing him only from one angle, kind of. Does that make sense? Yep, I get what you mean. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, the like, the CGI is beyond terrible. Definitely, it really, like it, it really is. Yeah, it really is just terrible. Yeah, the the CGI. I I gotta agree with both of you guys, but I do want to say that despite the CGI being like bad, the whole movie doesn't look awful because they do use like. I think I might be wrong. Y'all can y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like they use some practical like robotics, right? At least for the like last act, the baby Godzillas. Yeah, yeah, baby Godzillas. Like I had like a. They don't look as bad. They don't look as bad. Aliens kind of like, uh, like practical special effects feel to it. Like it didn't. It felt like they were like puppets, but like they were good enough. And it wasn't like blatant CGI because the CGI in the movie is just like so disconnected from the rest of the scene. But like those creatures, at least like when they were hatching out of the eggs, they looked like they were actually like, you know, like well done in terms of special effects. I agree. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I think, um, yeah, the movie, for a movie that's kind of carried by its CGI, in a way, because that's its main main thing. You're going to see Godzilla, and if he's going to look bad... Do you, I think he looked good at the time, though, for the most part. Uh, I don't know. I think he looked okay for the time. Not, like, good, because this was a very different time. This was 1998. We gotta, uh, if, if the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park look good... Dead. Godzilla has no excuse to look this bad. <laughs> okay, that's... And if the CGI yeah, that, Spider-Man 1 looks pretty good, which came out in 2002, then I feel like four years before, you know, they shouldn't have as bad of a looking CGI, since there's only four years of difference, you know? I I agree. I think... I think it also had a huge budget, so I mean... It like, did. Yeah. It had a huge budget. It had... What was it here? I had to, I, to 150 million. That's yeah, that's crazy. They should should be able to do probably more with that budget. I don't know where it went into fish, I guess. Yeah, or, they had no. to buy all the fish. Okay, I have a very niche problem with this movie, and I'm curious okay. if you all notice this as well. Okay, <laughs> I think half the budget went into making sure that it was raining in every scene for <laughs> Yo, the entire I, no, movie. No, I noticed that. I noticed that. I was gonna. It wasn't lightning. It was always pouring. See, my theory on that is like I understood why it was raining in the portion in New York City because I think it was like all in the same day, probably. Right. But every other scene was raining too, so I don't, I don't know, I can't explain that one. <laughs> was, I I was just thinking maybe like an intern at the at the studios forgot how to turn it off and they were freaking out. Like just just leave it on. It's fine. It's a monster movie. It's chill. Or do you think maybe that people are more forgiving for the CGI looking kind of like wet, you know? Like maybe maybe it's more forgiving, easier to animate if you don't they, just make it dark or something. I will say that is a good way to describe why Godzilla CGI looks so. I think. A way to describe Godzilla CGI is wet. I don't know why that's a good description, but it is a good description. 
Yeah, he, he's like glistening, yeah, which he's is like, strange. He's wet. Like, I can't really explain it, but he's he looks wet. <laughs> partially the reason why they had it raining every scene, and this is just like my theory, is that they had like maybe like poor lighting. So they thought, you know, the easiest way to do it is just keep it like all consistent. You know, when they're outside, it's like, oh, it's raining. Or we're going to make all these scenes like pretty much like dark, like a darker environment, kind of cloudy. Right. Which maybe, I don't know, goes with the tone of the film, but I mean, I didn't feel that the like, the film itself was like a, like a, like a nitty gritty, like DC EU film where everything's like super serious. I, I felt they had like a good amount of cheese. And I, I guess that's for me, like why I enjoyed it was that even though it was kind of like a serious topic, they or like a serious uh, thing, like at least the whole Godzilla theme. Uh, they definitely went with a more cheesy feel to it. As opposed to, like, the original theme of Godzilla, the whole whole impact of, like, nuclear warfare or something. Definitely. I I, I totally agree with you. It's, it's a very different shift in tone. Um, and I was thinking about that earlier, because, yeah, Godzilla was originally, I think, yeah, I was telling you about this, Peter. Yeah. Talking with you about this, where... I said, so in the movie, there's the villain, I guess, would be Godzilla, but it's not really his fault, right? So the reason Godzilla exists is without going, they don't really go into it much, but it's apparently the, yeah, it's the French nuclear testing, which I think is really funny because Godzilla was like originally introduced as a response to like the atomic attacks of the United States of America on Japan and sort of this idea that this is what happens when people mess with nature and become too powerful. Like mother nature will ensue wrath essentially. And in this movie, we make Godzilla the French fault, which is really funny. You know, it's, it's just a weird thing that Hollywood did, I guess. It's, it's interesting. And in the more recent movies, like 2014, not to get too off topic, but it becomes kind of nobody's fault because Godzilla's always existed, which I think is an interesting take as well. But it's never been like America accepting. It's like, yeah, we kind of kind of did a horrible ad- like attack and it caused uh, a lot of problems, right? Reboot? Like Japanese one that came from like I don't know 2016. Didn't they like go back to that theme of like relating it to like they did? Like, it was mental disasters or something. Like it was related to I think the the hurricanes in Japan, right? Yeah, the hurricanes. Um, like the it's called uh, the Shin Shin Gojira or Shin Godzilla, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, it's more about um natural forces which is really in it's a great movie by the way i would recommend it it it's a far more metal take on godzilla he's the one with brian cranston no no it's a brian cranston no that's 2014 the shin Shin gojira is a japanese film not a hollywood-esque one yeah for sure and it shows yeah they have like less of a budget but it's pretty good all right uh we can get back on topic here so we talked about the rain. We talked about the CGI a bit. Let's let's talk about some of the characters. 
Yeah, I wanted to get to that. The acting and the characters. Yeah. What what are you, what are you wanting to say here, Peter? Uh, first, I thought the acting was. I don't know how to describe the acting. It was like cheesy, and I don't think they were going for that. So I think that's what makes the movie so enjoyable. Is that like a lot of the lines in the movie are really cheesy. They the a lot of the jokes don't land well. That's a lot of. Things. You're kind of. Yeah, you're kind of like laughing at the characters more than laughing with them. And some scenes are ridiculous. Like, there's this whole dynamic. So basically, the female lead of the of the movie and the main lead, whose name is Nick, aka Ferris Bueller. Basically, they haven't seen each other in a while, and like, spoilers, they get back together. But oh my god! Like, I was talking to Matt about this earlier. Like. This chick is probably one of the worst female protagonists or just like female human beings I've ever seen in a movie. I agree. I agree. <laughs> she really I'm is. So glad. Like you're supposed to feel bad for her, but I didn't. Like at any point. I you really couldn't. Like, okay, to to give people context, right? She's a douche. So yeah. basically they dated in college and like I think like eight years have gone by. She basically left him without saying anything. He's still madly in love with her. Right after all those years, he still like remembers her, has photos of her. She shows up to him, and like is talking to him, and then she kind of gets offended that he's mad that she just left out of nowhere. <laughs> and not only that, she like betrays him, betrays his trust by like taking some top secret like information from him because she's trying to make it as a news anchor, but she couldn't, so she thought this would be like her, you know, way to fame. And then Nick gets fired, and then she's like, "Did I get? Is it because of me? Are you mad because of me?" And she expects, expects Nick to apologize to her, and <laughs> it's like it's the most ridiculous premise in the world. Honestly, it it is honestly like perhaps the worst dynamic of a like romance that I've seen in a really really long time. I feel bad for Nick. Like, Oh, yeah, for I, sure. But, it's crazy. I mean, but Nick, Nick, Nick gets back together with her. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, Nick. He could do so much better. Nick can do so much better. He works for the nuclear testing facility or whatever. He's making bank. He's doing really well. And then he's got this girl coming back into his life, lying to him, stealing from him, getting him fired. And then she, she ends up at the same place where he is trying to save New York. And then they just get back together for some reason. She's spoiled. Yeah, she's like she's spoiled. She's like what, like pompous. <laughs> yeah, she's she's the worst, dude. She's honestly. really the worst. She like, really upset. Manipulative, me. like oh my god. The thing is, I don't even really like Nick, but after seeing what she put him through, like you gotta feel bad for the guy. I will say so. Like uh, something about Nick, right? In this movie, for some odd reason, right, Godzilla's freaking ripping the shit out of the city, destroying everything, killing people, and Nick's reaction to everything is just like, cool. <laughs> Literally, okay. whole movie. Nick's that, just like, is, that is something I wanted to mention, is that they try, they try to make Godzilla... They do this in every movie with Godzilla, I swear. Is There's one character that says, like, but it isn't Godzilla's fault. He's just he's just nature. And, and that's fine to think that. 
But people are losing their lives, Nick. Don't don't tell them not to shoot at him. You know? See, the, 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 what's weird about that is that like Nick's like, oh, Godzilla isn't like here to hurt us. Like there must be a reason why he's here and everything. God, I mean, Nick is very. I would say eager, but like he's just he's very easygoing about like, okay, let's just kill Godzilla and everything that Godzilla has here. So like all the babies Godzilla's that's producing. A, that's a really good point, he, right? He accompanies the French. So for people who don't know, essentially Godzilla. The twist of this movie is that Godzilla's pregnant and she puts all her eggs in Madison Square Garden. There's hundreds. And that's kind of the problem, is this whole breed of Zillas is going to roam the Earth and become the new dominant species. Well, previously, Nick was very much on the side of, they feed Godzilla and he goes, whoa, this, like, he comes face to face with the monster and things are chill, right? And then he gets fired from his job a little bit later and he's ready to go bomb the whole, the whole race of, of Godzilla's. Without a second guess, you know? He doesn't think about it all. He doesn't say, like, we should capture a few for for breeding on a remote island, maybe. Or anything like that. He's very ready. Very willing to give that up and go for something else. It's very interesting, I will say. So I actually had a question on that idea. Did he... So when they first, like, lure out Godzilla, was he, like... Like, was he yelling to the, like, every, like, the military... To like not shoot at him. Basically, it, he was like, yeah. like, I, like I just, hey, don't shoot. He, he was just like running away, but he never like explicitly said, "Don't shoot." I don't think. He he run. doesn't. So yeah, he doesn't say it. He doesn't yell like, "Don't shoot at it." But he's face to face with the with the beast, and um, like Godzilla comes real close to him, and then everybody's aiming their guns at him. And Nick kind of shoes them away, like, nah, nah, it's fine, it's fine. Like, obviously, the monster is chilling, we're good. And then the, Godzilla walks past all of them and just eats the fish, right? Yeah. And then, and then they attack him. And I think that, like, maybe it's not super well said, but I think the implication is that Nick thinks it's a bad idea to attack him there. Maybe not, though. Wait, so... What I got from that, so what I got as, like, the vibe from the movie was that Nick is supposed to be, like, this, like, kind of, like, a Godzilla sympathizer, but, like, not mm -hmm. so entrenched in that role. Like, I, I, I thought of that, especially, like, when they went to the, uh, like, the nest for Godzilla, and he didn't really, like, say anything or, like, do anything about the fact that they were going to bomb, you know, the eggs. And... What I took, at least from that scene where he's with the military, was that he thought it was a bad idea to shoot Godzilla at that moment because he knew of like the destruction that would happen to these soldiers if they just so hastily fired. And like we saw, that's exactly what happened, was that they all missed their shots for some reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like for me, I never thought of him as kind of like that one character from uh, like the newest Godzilla Hollywood movies who's like ultra ultra godzilla simp you know what i mean where he's just, oh yeah oh you know, yes i i i kind of like that though was that he felt like more real about it was that he didn't feel very uh i guess strictly in this one role of a character of course he comes as like a biologist and 
he values life but over time like you just see kind of like more of like a like a conflict of emotions especially at the end where he sees the godzilla is like about to die you know he doesn't necessarily cheer but then at the end he kind of you know he's obviously like relieved that like okay all these people around me haven't died and this monster needed to go down I mean, I mean, he's not excited because of his like nature of his job is that you know he studies life, but he's not so entrenched in this role where he's like, oh, it's such a bad thing that we killed nature. He's just kind of like, shit, man. At, we, at least we all survived. At least that was my takeaway from his character. Like, I, I never felt oh. like he was this like super Godzilla simp like that. That guy. So two things, two things about that. I think one, you're giving the writing too much credit. <laughs> personally, personally. Uh, I, I, personally. It was, I he didn't have like a lot of lines so i just thought he was like i don't know maybe subtle maybe it's just because they didn't want to make this overly comp like they couldn't make this overly complicated like compelling character but that, that was like my takeaway from like his scenes yeah i think you're giving it too much credit i just think the the acting and the characters in this movie are just all over the place in my opinion except for animal what a beast. And it's all about a... Uh, what is that French guy's name? I actually don't remember, but he's my favorite character you. in a movie. He's, he's pretty cool. He's he's interesting. For no, sure. I, I... Oh, sorry, oh, go ahead. Elvis Presley. He's the I don't king. Know, like, he, he, like, he just seemed like that kind of quirky scientist, but he didn't seem very, like, one-sided on any issue. So I, I, never, I never thought of him as, like, you know, nature must win over man, or you know, this happened. I I think you're he, right. He, he I think you're he right. Felt, at least to me, he felt like real. I don't know why. Like he felt like the most like real character in the movie, which is why I enjoyed him as a protagonist. Like I didn't feel like, oh, this guy is such a pushover because like his reactions were what I thought a person of his position would realistically do. Like he didn't blow up at his ex-girlfriend for coming back, he was just kind of like, man, I'm so done with your shit right now. Like, I just don't have the energy to put up with you. And stuff like, when he's about to leave on the taxi, it's like, you know, the videotape literally says top secret and you stole it from me. So, bye. Have, have fun with your new job. I'm peacing out. But, okay, I, I agree. And this is kind of going back to what we already said about but he still got back together with her. He's yeah, such an I, idiot. I, 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 I felt like towards the end, you know, that's when I kind of like liked him the least. But like everything oh, up to that, I, I thought, you know, he's, he's like an interesting enough guy. He's not, sure. he's not this overly bitter ex. He's, he just feels like a, like a real kind of like chill dude that just, you know, really enjoys looking at life. Sure. That, that makes that's sense. That's true. Yeah. His character is set up that way. So. I agree with that, but I, I will still say, like, the character is kind of all over the place too. Yeah, at I mean, the same like, time, I don't, I don't think the movie is like a hidden masterpiece or anything. I just kind of like <laughs> subversive masterpiece. Yeah, subversive masterpiece. Check it out. Three, two, one. YouTube.com. Yep, definitely not a thing. Don't check there. But <laughs> Remy's toilets. Oh, uh, let's not talk about that. Yeah, really. Um, I I have something yeah. I want to bring up though. Okay, go ahead. Please do. Um, it's kind of like relevant to the movie, but kind of just like a like, general question. It's basically in all these Godzilla movies, everyone's trying to kill Godzilla, 
So my question is like, what if we actually, you know, what if something like Godzilla actually appears in our world? How do you think we would react? Will we just try to like nuke it and just kill it, or like, what what do you think we would do? Um, can I take this first? You might yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. All right, cool. We would one hundred percent kill it. Let's be real. As as nice it as it is, if it does any damage, whether it's like to property or to people or whatever you want, it's it's going to probably die. And if it doesn't die, it will be locked up forever. We are not letting it go anywhere. It doesn't. We don't want it. Do you think you know we'd be I mean? able to contain it? No. Because Godzilla like, in this movie did not have atomic breath, but imagine a Godzilla in real life of atomic breath. You know. Here's a here's a quick fun fact for you. He doesn't have atomic breath. He has power breath in this movie. You know how he like breathes hard. Wait, wait, what's and the difference? So power breath is like a vacuum. He breathes out a vacuum, and it basically explodes any like inflammable materials that's why he would breathe and like explode the cars you know okay yeah so i thought that was like his fire breath but i guess yeah that was him exploding the cars is, is the other yeah. one is like the original godzilla move list or whatever is that just like a straight of fire breath or something or does he shoot like what does he shoot power radiation? he shoots atomic breath yeah, yeah atomic the original so uh, the original godzilla shoots atomic breath so and that's more is, yeah fire. so it's just a fire it's just a flamethrower pretty much it's it's basically a flamethrower yeah and then this most recent one i think i guess they didn't have the budget or the creativity to use the atomic breath so they went with power breath maybe it's a younger zilla and that's kind of the idea why he doesn't have so here's another here's another fact people call it uh people call this one zilla I, don't, of a track. Yeah. I couldn't tell you why that this one's called Zilla, but that's the name that the community has for this one. I think it's to keep it as far away from Godzilla as possible. Because there's nothing godly about this thing. It's a monster. <laughs> like, I, I, can, I, I know in the, the newer movies, like, I mean, I've only watched the, what is it, King of the Monsters or whatever. King of the Monsters, yeah. They yeah. definitely try, like, going for, like, a more sympathetic angle for it but i did not feel that like at all in this movie like i kind of like i don't know i don't know why but maybe it's because of like uh I think kind of like, that was their intention maybe i don't know it's just like the perspective of the characters like most of them just want to kill it so there was yeah this this movie did not not care about godzilla at all there was the whole whole montage at the end of the movie when godzilla died where everybody's cheering and making out with each other you know what I mean? Yeah, like it, you said, William, like, Nick is, like, the only one who's kind of neutral about it. So. Yeah, like, yeah, everyone else wants him dead. Like, his reaction, at least before, you know, before he gets back together with his ex, I thought it was real, since, you know, this is a biologist. He's not going to be super happy about, like, a creature that, you know, is related to his field, the whole radiation and how it affects, like, life. He's not happy that it necessarily died, but obviously he's not sad about it either, just because... Uh, this thing if if he let those like babies like live they would have just killed everybody else it's true but maybe that's very just true the, that maybe that's just the main actor maybe ferris bueller is this hidden gem that i've never seen before because i haven't seen any of his movies did y'all did y'all like his acting 
because I have seen some of his movies, and I want to talk about it a little bit. I not like his acting in his movie. I, I personally you, liked it. You liked it? What What did you say, Peter? I did not like his acting. You in his did movie. not like it. I'm gonna say I think this is his second worst movie, other than Inspector Gadget. He was in Inspector Gadget. Gadget. He was live action Inspector Gadget was uh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Who who do you play? Inspector Gadget? Yeah, he played Inspector what? Gadget. What? Yeah. So yeah, he great. played Inspector Gadget. <laughs> he he has like this almost sarcastic charisma, like this very fake charisma to me. Where it feels like That's a good the way of kind of guy. Yeah. The the kind of guy that might be on like at the front of your yearbook or something but everybody kind of knows it's like yeah he's kind of kind of a tool <laughs> ignore him he's a bit of a d-bag but yeah it's it's definitely not my style of acting not my favorite kind of acting and i didn't think he did a great job in this. was that like his character in ferris bueller though was that yeah yeah but he was like self-aware he was a he was a tool in that as well that was his like that was his thing. I don't know. But... I, didn't, I didn't view him as the super, like, I guess, tool in this movie. Maybe maybe I was watching a different film from you guys. No, no, he, he wasn't. That's why That's why uh, I think he didn't do so well in this, uh, okay, was okay. he was not a tool. He wasn't, like, he was super trying to be serious, yeah. Typecast. Yeah, I just felt like he was just kind of this, like, naive kind of dude. He's, like, a little bit more, like, innocent, right? But he's also, right. like, not trying to cause trouble. Like, he's trying, he's doing his best to try to help out everybody. Who do, who would y'all cast instead of him? Maybe, I have I have an opinion on this. In the nineties or just like yeah, in the in the nineties. In you the nineties, an actor from today, if you want no, to time travel today, if you want, yeah. Brian Cranston. Wait a second. Brian. Brian. <laughs> Wait a second. They've done that already. Brian Cranston. Azorda. I think I think if I was to go back and cast this, I would do nineties Tom Hanks as like the main guy. Because Tom Hanks just has, like, a bit more believability, I think, to his, to how you were saying he he doesn't take joy out of taking care of Godzilla, but he knows it's his job, right? I think Tom Hanks would do that really well, as well as do the relationship stuff in, like, a less awkward way. Because my thing is, I think Broderick would just tell that chick to go to hell or something, you know? Or at least just be professional and be like, no, you hurt me too much. I can't do this. Sorry. You know um, what I mean? I'm going to pick Tim Allen. Damn it, Tim Allen. <laughs> like, I think Tim the tool guy would definitely be the, the typecast here since, you know, as the lead role in the Santa Claus movies, he could definitely carry on uh, a similar role in, in these movies. I imagine, I imagine he was busy with Zoom at the time. Zoom. Yeah, um, which was that superhero movie? I don't know if anybody. What about Adam Sandler? Actually, what Adam about Ben Stiller with a mustache? <laughs> ben Stiller with a mustache, and he's fat. What about Adam Sandler from um, Jack and Jill? Uh, <laughs> specifically, Jill. Yes, like the gender Ben Adam Sandler. He would play Godzilla. <laughs> you play Godzilla. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Please no. A boop and a pop. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I don't really know who else no. I would 
Just, I mean, that's fair. That was just a question I had. It's it's okay. So I it definitely threw that on, on you. This girl named Jill, who kind of looks like him. That would have been a great, compelling movie, I think. I think it <laughs> that would have been the romance. Yeah, that would have been the romance with himself. <laughs> Gross. But yes, 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 yes. What Maybe else? Dwayne The Rock Johnson, honestly, could be a pretty good... Well, he, was in that, he was in Rampage, so why can't he be in this exactly. one? Exactly. <laughs> Y'all seen Rampage? Good movie. Fun movie. I've not seen it. Hmm. Um, let's <laughs> let's bring it back. I have a question. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Do you think that they were planning a sequel with the way they yeah. ended the film? No, a hundred percent. No, let's be real, dude. hundred percent. There wasn't a sequel, right? There was not, not to this film, unless they're considering 2014 a sequel somehow. There was not another Godzilla movie to follow in Hollywood till the 2014 one. So there were 16 years before. Understandably, of how like bad Godzilla even looked in this movie. Yeah, it got pretty poorly received, despite making decent money. I mean, I bet a bunch of people were just excited to watch the movie, but then I, I think so too. There was um there was a teaser I watched on this while I was doing the research and it was a scene where Godzilla crushed a T-Rex skeleton. It's definitely re- reminiscent of, you know, got uh Godzilla Jurassic Park like, oh, this is like Jurassic Park but bigger and cooler, right? They didn't even use that scene in the movie and the teaser was sick. So, I'm I'm pretty disappointed it didn't make it into and then when I looked up, I looked up the scene that was in the like teaser trailer, and it cost six hundred thousand to make. So why would they not put it in? So disappointing. It's it's honestly the best scene of the movie, and it wasn't even in the movie. It's like the how in Spider-Man: Homecoming, you know, the trailer showed Iron Man and Peter Parker like. Going through the city together, but that scene was never. Oh, that's true. Either, yeah, you know? that's a sick scene too. I don't yeah. understand that. I mean, I guess it doesn't make it wouldn't make sense from a story point of view. But to be fair, the times with Zilla roaming the streets were kind of stupid. Like with the helicopter following him and they're destroy. Okay, this was something I wanted to bring up. I want to bring it up before I forget. This military is so incompetent in this film. <laughs> they, they cause unforetold like chaos and mayhem in the city. It's insane. And they really do. It, they cause like more damage than Godzilla. It's crazy. I I honestly could not believe how little they were doing, how much they were doing to the town. They shot like 20 missiles into the nearby buildings. Also, the it's pretty funny was pretty uh i don't know not confident of a character he kept like stuttering all of his words which i guess yeah. makes sense but i don't know dude like he's he's the guy who's like leading all these other soldiers kind of got them killed a bit i mean same with the like i guess his commanding officer or whatever right and the mayor or something the mayor was like the the biggest like head honcho like he he was owning it at least even though he wanted everybody to get back into the city which I had a point on. Watching the film, I'm, I'm thinking there's no way that would happen in real life. 
they wouldn't get people back into the city that fast. I don't know. But having seen, I mean, you'd be so, I was going to say, you'd be surprised. Right. No, <laughs> then I think, I think about our coronavirus yeah. like response, yeah. and it makes me think, oh my goodness, there's no way they'd get everybody out of that city. <laughs> there's no way, right? It's it's just funny to think about, not to get political or whatever. It's just interesting. But yes, the military is super incompetent. I can't believe how uh, how little they get done, frankly. But they did bomb the Madison Square Garden, I guess. So that they had to. They did. No, I mean that that was the one good thing they did of, of everything. I, I will say though, I I think the movie is overall just terrible, but it's a fun watch. And I will say the premise for this movie was very unique, which I liked, but I just don't think anything in this movie was executed well. So, what about the premise? Did you think was like particularly unique? I mean, when's the last time you saw like a premise where Godzilla is like laying eggs? I, I just thought it was intriguing, personally. I I agree. And they even kind of use that in the 2014 movie. But it's with the Mutos. Um, those are the monsters laying eggs instead of Godzilla. So they have that threat looming over them. So it's not like Zilla didn't have an impact on later Godzilla movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that that formula definitely intrigued people enough for it to come back at least sort of i i I think like now kind of thinking about it maybe that was part of the premise that i didn't like since it was kind of very uh like avengers age ultron-esque where the movie because of that central focus point felt like it was just there just to set up sequels you know what i mean because like when you have this whole nest plot of the main, I don't know, Godzilla laying eggs, and like that's, like you know, you know, even if they show all the eggs being killed off, you you know, there's gonna be at least like one egg that's gonna survive, it's gonna grow up to be the next Godzilla, you know. You're definitely not wrong there. I agree. I think that as far as that's concerned, I don't know how they would have done the Godzilla movie the way they did without the eggs. And I want to elaborate on that a little bit, as in, what would Godzilla's point of being on the island be other than, like, just destruction, right? Because he doesn't destroy much, frankly. Like, the city doesn't get totaled at all. Maybe a new home. A new home? That's literally the only other reason. I I find it interesting. Peter, you you have lived in New York. Are there any lizards? (laughs) anywhere lizards i mean they're I they're cold if you, search, if you search really hard you can find a lizard right i i just find it interesting i feel like that's the one place godzilla wouldn't want to live. if anything you'd want to live near the equator or something on an island you know Sewers like somewhere lizards. warm that, that, that shit's like iconic man yeah it's like the spider-man universe Godzilla takes over Bahamas or something. I will say Godzilla in this movie though is like a ninja. Like he is. Yeah, it really is. Like the fact that like what that one sewer scene where like the soldier did just did not realize that the thing he was looking at wasn't like a wall. 
That guy must be blind, honestly. Because <laughs> it obviously was a wall of flesh. Or, like, scales or whatever. Yeah, it's just, like, like you know the things, like, a, a reptile. Doesn't that thing, like, strike you as kind of scaly looking? And then they lose. <laughs> they they constant. This happens in, like, a lot of God's and monster movies in general. Where they get lost in the buildings or whatever. First of all, I don't think buildings are, like big enough for the most part that you could hide a whole Godzilla by crashing into it, you know? Yeah. Also, how did Godzilla crash through that one building and then end up behind him? He See, wasn't no, okay, that's why it. I'm saying he's a ninja. Like, yeah, he actually, it made no sense. Like, what did he do to get behind the helicopter? That was crazy. Also, what's it called? I liked how... Okay, so after those, like, two helicopters that got, like, caught off guard, got destroyed... The guy who was flying through the city didn't think to just like fly upwards, you know? <laughs> right, like, yeah. Stayed, like, <laughs> wait, wait, that's a really low. good point. <laughs> I was like, dude, it's... why are you flying so low still? <laughs> no like, sign of him. Uh... <laughs> it It's very similar to the trope of running away from the falling building in its shadow, you know, instead yeah. of running to the side. It's it's just so stupid. There's a lot of poor choices made in this movie, especially by that woman who did did my boy Nick dirty. I, I will also say I I don't know if this is true, but the fact that they were like when they first tried the whole heat seeking missiles and then it went to the building because apparently the building was like warmer than Godzilla. I don't know if I believe that just because like I know reptiles are cold blooded, but they can't. I don't, I don't know. Are they like that much more cold blooded than like a building that's has like a couple of lights on or something? Like I know it's a big it, building, but it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. Like if 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 that was like I don't know, like common knowledge that cold blooded creatures uh would not have the same thing, then why would they shoot like a heat seeking missile? Because they they said shit like, oh, we've got the target locked on. I was like, oh really? Like how does that work? And then they explained later on, it was like, oh, the heat-seeking <laughs> missile. I was like, but isn't, like, a reptile, like, a cold-blooded creature or something? Like, why is your first instinct to go for a heat-seeking missile? That That is, like, honestly, that's something you learn in second grade or whatever. Yeah. You know? Like, you learn that penguins can't fly and that lizards are flooded. So it's like are apparently real or something. I don't know. I don't oh, know. yeah, you learned that, like, last week, right? <laughs> second grade. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there's um. I I do want to kind of get back to how we were talking about how the movie. Frankly, yeah, it's not good. But watching it again, even as a Godzilla, and not being supposed to like it, I still enjoyed watching. Probably not as much as I liked 2014 because I liked that Godzilla's design a lot more. But there are other better Godzilla designs as well. The anime's got a great Godzilla design. He's enormous in that. I just like him as like a hefty boy who doesn't have back problems like this one, you know? It's it's very different. But this, back problems. I mean, I'm a gamer. I have back problems. Okay, okay. So, but the, there's definitely enjoyment to be had in this film. It doesn't come from what it probably should, like the monsters or the plot or the acting. It's just kind of the goofiness of it. Because yeah, it's, it's all... 90s fun. Movie. Yes, that's that's a great way to put it, I yeah. think. 
Like, it's definitely, like, a good, like, I think, popcorn flick that you would watch with friends. Because even though it is, like, bad, like, as we're talking about it now, we're just, like, making fun of it. And, like, that part's, like, fun since we all watch the movie, you know? For sure, for sure. I think this is the most fun the movie is going to give me, you know, this conversation. Because I, I love talking about, you know, the rain being in every scene or how the girl is not a good match. There was something else. I looked this up. So at the end of the movie, this is very random and off-put, but I wanted to go through trivia and stuff. And <laughs> at the end of the movie, there's a cab chase scene where Godzilla is chasing them through the city. And according to this trivial website, the amount that's like on the on the cab, like how much it cost their car ride, it was ninety five sixty, which would equate to sixty miles of driving, really? which they did not do. Yeah, <laughs> at all. I, I, I will say this. Uh, <laughs> sorry, but like cabs in New York, they run it. They run it before they even pick you up. So I wouldn't even be surprised if it was already at ninety dollars before. <laughs> oh, really? Like no joke. Interesting. Sorry, uh, that's I just had to no. Say that's that. an interesting tidbit. There's a there's a couple of quick points I wanted to say. Uh, one of the things was I know after they like did that whole like live broadcast or whatever, and then they got that text message saying like you have seven minutes, and then they had like that whole chase sequence with the uh, baby Godzillas. I was really surprised that it was like maybe like two minutes later they were like how much time do you have left until the building explodes? And they were like thirty seconds. I was like holy shit, did like six minutes go by like that fast? You know? That's that's a good point actually. I didn't like, also. The way they got through the baby yeah. Godzilla, <laughs> that's pretty lame. That was hella plot armor. It's just like, sure and then like they spread out the Godzillas. I'm like, they, those it's like, does he got headlights? Yeah, yeah they, they could have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that worked on Godzilla. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I there was a lot of plot armor. I wish one of them had died. They killed the French people with no hesitation, and but the they didn't kill them. They didn't kill any of the main people. I wish they would have, which is kind of lame, I I guess. But that's part of monster movies, you know, is seeing like a crazy death, like a monster just go off, you know. I, I will say it's very. Almost... Oh wait, go, keep going. And no, no, no. I was saying it's very uncathartic. Yeah. I will say I think one of my favorite scenes in the movie was kind of like Nick being like a badass and getting like that electric like wire or something like shoving it up godzilla's mouth like when they were when the whole taxi was like trapped in godzilla's you know mouth I was true like, oh, yeah shit. i was like this guy's got balls no that was that was actually pretty hype i agree yeah. and then they drove like out of his mouth just in time yeah it was pretty sick actually i thought that was pretty cool he's impervious to bullets but like a little electric shock in the tooth does it Owie. Imagine getting yeah. shocked inside your mouth. That's that that stuff's sensitive, you know. Not the. Oh, that's okay. Ow, that would hurt. Um, do we have any any other points? Any talking points? I'm trying to think if we missed any parts of the movie. I feel like. Got yeah, it. What's actually, up? I think the person with the biggest plot armor was a uh, was named Victor when he was initially, uh, like in that what is it like the little cafe or whatever with his wife and audrey where his oh yeah action is to grab a camera and he's literally oh yeah he literally cuts 
like, I don't know, he takes, like, a right as a shortcut to get, like, a front view of Godzilla. And he was just kind of staying there trying to film or whatever. And the fact that, like, I knew he was going to survive for some reason. But I thought, man, how did this man not get stomped right then and there? I agree. Honestly, very few people died. Oh, yeah. Which was a little underwhelming. No main characters. They seem to get everybody out. Yeah, no main characters. I guess the few of the French guys. The one... So, I, shortly, I want to say, the movie has some comedy tid- tidbits. It's not very funny, at least to me. I don't think the jokes landed very well. But the one movie. joke... Yeah, oh, same. The one joke that I thought was... That got, like, an actual chuckle from me was the... When they start, the Frenchmen started chewing gum to look American. I thought that was kind of funny. Oh, yeah. That was good. I, I thought that was a little clever, yeah. The southern accent thing, too. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you, ma'am. Yeah, the Elvis Presley accent. That was funny. Pretty good stuff. Pretty, pretty good. Any, anyone missing any points you want to talk about? No. No. We could, uh... Fine. Wrap up the episode here. Excellent. All right. Who wants to go ahead and give us your first rating? I'll go first. Go second. Sounds good. Therefore, Matt is last. So my two ratings, Ace Like and the number rating. I think it Ace Like Godzilla's eggs, where you just don't remember it ever happened, and people don't want to remember it happened. That's basically what the movie is in a nutshell. As for a number rating, I'd probably give it I'd give it a five or six, which I think is what people online or just the general consensus is. It's a terrible movie, but it's an enjoyable movie, I would say. But I would say I will say the movie is really long. And I really do think it can be scaled back a lot. So besides that, yeah, the movie's enjoyable to watch, but it's really long. I like the premise only just because it's a unique premise, not because I think the premise is actually like that good. I just think it's just unique, so which makes it more interesting. So, Peter, um, would you pay for a director's cut of Godzilla 1998? A director's cut, the Snyder cut, <laughs> Snyder cut, the Snyder cut for this movie. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely not. That would probably be like five hours long. <laughs> That would be insane. Maybe it include the um, scene you're talking about that was like in the trailer. I, uh, hopefully, dude. But then that'd be like five hours in. Yeah. So Godzilla hatches more eggs, and it's just the <laughs> same thing. <laughs> they hatch it somewhere else. <laughs> All right, go ahead, William. Uh, uh, I give this movie a six point five uh, o'clock. Uh, give me one more second. Ra in Japanese. Alright, 6.5 o'clock, because I took go, which mean, which is 5 in Japanese, and then apparently G is o'clock, and I don't know what ra is in Japanese, but yeah, let's go with 6.5 o'clock out of 10 for my rating for Gojira. That, that, makes, that all makes a lot of sense to me. Wait, did, oh, you, yeah. say, did you say go? What? You say? It's Gojira. You said go is 5, right? Go is five, and then go G apparently is five o'clock. So you so gave it a six, and then you just added everything else afterwards. Yeah, six point five o'clock out of ten. Oh, okay. Six point five o'clock raw out of ten. <laughs> I I don't understand how you're not getting this, Peter. It's quite simple. Yeah. No, I, I got it now. I got it now. Okay, good. It's 
good luck uh, to our listeners out there because I, I don't know what he's talking about. I do work in a Japanese restaurant and I still don't know what's going on. And you, and you love Japanese culture, you have a bunch of body pillows, anime figurines. All true, all true. <laughs> yep. I, I am a stand for Godzilla, admittedly. All right. As far as my rating goes, I'm not going to be as generous as y'all. I'm going to give this movie a four. So I think it's under average. I did enjoy it, but it's so long, dude. I We talked about it a lot, but it's a long film. And I'm an impatient guy, even though I got plenty of free time. I, I got to be enthralled the whole time. But alas, I did enjoy it. And I enjoyed talking about it too. I think, I think it's a really (laughs) true. I think it's a really interesting movie to watch. Really interesting tidbit of Godzilla history, and I'm really glad we got to watch it and talk about it because this is not a movie I'd normally give the time of day. So yeah, four four out of ten for me. And with that. I think we're going to wrap it up. And could we say that, like, this movie has aged well? No. I think the answer is no. No, probably I, think, I don't I think, think any all, aspect of this movie has aged well whatsoever. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement that it's not aged well. Oh, I think that can, one well. line of Animal's wife yells at him, I think that aged <laughs> Yeah, that, if you want to watch the movie and... You'll know which line. Yeah. Um, it's not exactly DC, but if you watch it, definitely uh, hit us up and let us know if you caught it by messaging us at ALW underscore podcast on Twitter or leave a comment on our YouTube channel, Age Like Point Podcast, where we're uploading each of the episodes, albeit a bit later because it's video style. And, um, yeah, I think that's all we got right now. We are not sure what we're doing for next week. Am I right, gentlemen? Yes, sir. We you don't know. We go with the flow. Um, we like to say it's a surprise for y'all, but it's actually a surprise for us. So that's the fun part. But with that all said, I think that's what we're gonna leave it at. Thank right, you so much for listening. School of Rock next week episode. Thank you very much for showing up. To yeah, we'll see. Done. Oh, okay. Uh, don't don't assume that, but maybe right, Mortal Kombat, the first movie, since it's nineties. That could also maybe be. <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. All right, thanks for watching. Peace thanks. out.